Hello again, everyone. This is Carolyn Smith Mormon, and I'm speaking to you from the podcast Therapeutic Counseling right here in Dallas, Texas. I'm a licensed professional therapist in the Dallas area and in the Carrollton area. Today's podcast is a serious one. It is called Pandemic Panic. Don't worry, be happy. You know, several years ago, Bobby McFerrin had this song that <clears throat> it was like a one of those worms that plays on in your head over and over again, you know, don't worry, be happy. In every life we have some trouble, but when you worry, you make it double. Don't worry, be happy. Don't worry, be happy now. So I guess that's kind of the thrust of today's podcast is that yes, we are having a pandemic with this whole coronavirus thing. And for many of us, it's causing a pandemic panic. And I would like my message today to remind you, like Bobby McFerrin's song, don't worry, let's try to be happy because we're all in this together. Um, I was listening to National Public Radio Morning Edition, and they gave some really good insight into dealing with your mental health and your anxiety in the time of the coronavirus. Anxiety thrives on uncertainty, and as the coronavirus spreads, our unanswered questions can make us feel vulnerable and fearful. We ask ourselves things like, Will it come to my community? Am I at risk? Is someone that I love in danger of getting this virus? We seem to have uh, a national anxiety. I, I, I guess it's a worldwide anxiety. We have this shared uncertainty, this shared stress. And uh, according to NPR's Morning Edition, we're in a catch-22. You see, the more you stress, the more vulnerable you feel. And then the more you stress and are vulnerable, you actually become more vulnerable to viruses because stress can dampen your immune response. So it really is true. Try not to worry. Try to be happy in spite of what's going on around us. Uh, one of the things that <clears throat> I learned from um, NPR's Morning Edition is to consider planning ahead so that you can feel like you have more control. Those of us who are prone to anxiety, we love control. Or at least we love to think that we have some kind of control in this world. So you could take some basic steps to prepare yourself so that maybe you can feel like you are in control. Um, you can do things like get your hand sanitizer and have plenty of soap and, and, you know, get to the grocery store early in the morning so you're not having to deal with others or better yet have curbside delivery pickup and, and, and remember to limit, you know, your social interactions with others. Um, there are all sorts of things and ways for you to feel like you have a little more control in this time of the coronavirus. You might want to unplug a little bit and learn to live in the moment. Um, 
I know for myself, I can't let myself obsess over the news. I would say the first couple of days uh, after the NBA was canceled, and I, I took it very seriously that this coronavirus was coming to a neighborhood near us in a very big way. And I read everything and quoted everything to my poor dear husband that I read about the coronavirus. And it drove up my fear. And then after that first day of doing that, I began to think, okay, you can only control what you can control. I cannot control the outbreak of this coronavirus. I can't control whether I get it or I don't get it or whether someone I love gets it or doesn't get it. I can just control a few things. So I can take some basic steps to protect myself in a daily basis. But there is no way for us to reduce our risk to zero. You know, you could spend all your time reading the headlines and the news alerts and the tweets, but that is not going to help your anxiety and your mental health during the time of the coronavirus. Um, so unplugging would be a much better way to deal with all that. How about prioritize good sleep? There's still a lot for us to learn about this coronavirus, but it has shown that with other viruses, well-rested people are better off fending away viruses. So uh, one of the researchers that I heard about on the NPR program said that they sprayed, they sprayed a live common cold virus into the nose of healthy people. Not everybody got the cold. Not everybody got sick. The individuals who were sleeping the least were the ones more likely to develop a cold. So make sleep a priority. And I know that that can sometimes be difficult when you are anxious. So that takes me to the next one, which you're not going to be surprised at all if you know me. Exercise. Um, I hardly miss a day where I get out and do three to four miles because that's how I keep my brain functioning in a healthy way. It uh, gives me time to not think about anything except what's going on on my walk. And I try not to listen to news or serious podcasts while I'm on my walk. I really try to get some peace in that walk. Exercise boosts your immunity. So if you don't want to catch a virus, you're definitely going to want to boost your immunity. And you're going to eat health. You're going to want to eat healthy. You want to eat uh, a diet rich in fruits and vegetables and stay away from the sugar and the ultra processed foods because these lower your immune system. So if you really want to fight this thing, you know, getting good sleep, getting good exercise, eating well can definitely help you. I know you've heard this one about a million times since coronavirus came about, but yes, wash your hands and embrace the elbow bump. I guess they've decided that the fist bump is still too close for comfort, so embrace the elbow bump. Uh, when an infectious disease hits a community, there's just only so much that we can do. You can try to sterilize your entire environment, but you can't really do that. But you can try to cut down on the transmission of the droplets 
in the air by limiting, uh, you know, how much time that you're hanging out with groups of others and limiting, you know, how many times you touch surfaces and, and keeping your hands away from your face. But uh, during any kind of virus outbreak, proper hand washing is going to be your very best defense against a virus. So follow the evidence-based advice. Try to wash your hands for at least 20 seconds or more using soap and water. You can use hand sanitizers, but they need to have at least 60% or more or of alcohol. Okay? Another thing you might try to do is to allocate yourself some daily worry time. You know, give yourself 20 minutes to an hour every day to worry about all the worst outcomes of um, the coronavirus. You know, really just give over to that and then go on and do something else. There's a CBT exercise you might try. It's called a countering technique. And this exercise is uh, you give a persistent thought the courtroom treatment by confronting the thought with a rational counter statement. So, for example, if your persistent thought is something like, everybody I love might die from this virus, or, uh, you know, the whole world is going to hell in a handbag because of this virus. Well, you can counter that with some factual statements like, um, you know, actually most people who have gotten this COVID-19, they've made a full recovery. And um, most people have had very few symptoms after they've gotten it, if they do get it. And instead of using the words social distancing, perhaps you could consider it just physical distancing, you know, uh, you're just distance, giving yourself five to six feet distance. You don't really have to distance yourself socially. You just need to cut down on some of the proximity to cut down on your risk of catching the virus. Yes, a pandemic is terrible. And it also highlights our mutual interdependence in a way that, you know, only tragedy can but we are connected to each other and we do need each other. The lesson that we can learn from a pandemic like the coronavirus is something we can actually weave into our everyday life even after we don't worry about the coronavirus anymore in the future. Um, the principles that drive us during this pandemic are the lessons that are the same principles that make our society worthwhile, like giving others empathy and love and uh, living in solidarity that there are a lot of people out there that are anxious just like we are. There are a lot of people that they don't know, you know, where this is all going to end. So if we can learn these lessons now in our moment of crisis, then I think we're going to be better off after we've made it through the time of the coronavirus. So during this pandemic panic time, please try to remember, don't worry, try to be happy. I wanted to give everyone my email address. And if you feel like wherever you're listening to me, that you need to reach out and, you know, have 
an email one-on-one with me, please feel free to do that. My email address is cmstherapytx at gmail.com. That's cmstherapytx at gmail.com. Feel free to give me a uh, shout out via email if you need someone to, you know, vent some of your fears to about this pandemic. Keep your hands washed. Keep your hands off your face. Keep your smiles up. Keep your faith up. We got this. Until the next time. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. Bye-bye.